0: You see this huge smile on my face, because while I don't have a green room here, of course I get to chat with John, and I uh, am sure that by the end of this episode, you will have just as big a smile on your face watching this or listening as I already have before we even hit the record button, and we are back here with another episode of National Treasures 2023 edition with someone who I think you all will agree is a national treasure to the hobby, John, basketball card guy, welcome. Hey, thanks, Cage. What's up? (laughs) What's up? Listen, guys, if you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube. Subscribe, because people actually look at that. And, you know, I come back from the National, and – and they say, "Oh well, let me let me subscribe." You were everywhere, Cage. You're everywhere. And how do you only have twenty two hundred or twenty five hundred subscribers on YouTube? I'm like, I don't control people smashing that subscribe and button and like button. I don't have control. Maybe but. They, maybe the last person just smashed it too hard. They, yeah, and broke it. it they broke they, it. It's very true. But I tell folks get on YouTube now because John's backdrop is a thing of beauty. Right. We have Iverson. We have Curry. We have a magic Shaq jersey, which to me, that's the Shaq, because that was the Shaq that I was buying cards for. right. That's the Shaq who was breaking backboards, who was breaking stanchions, who took the hobby by storm and put basketball cards, in my opinion, on the map. He was the real Zion. He was the real Zion. He's what Zion, what we thought Zion would be. And you have a yep, shoe there. What is Shaq like? Size 21? 22, yeah. That's a big one. Woo! Yeah. Is that a, a little Reebok I think he had a deal with at the time yep, there? pump. But, you know, it's artful. There's lights in the backdrop lighting up the Iverson. You know, I mean, you just – everything is done the right way. So here he is, basketball car guy. And speaking of, look at that setup. The National. Which setups – did you have some control of? Did you have some hand in? Because <laughs> I, I talked to you at National Treasures last year, and I think the answer to this question was in the episode was like, "Oh, I set up half the national." <laughs> <laughs> I, I set up the parts that Josh Luber ca- cared the most about
1: last year. That oh, was the that, funny part. Um, yeah, man. No, I, I guess <laughs> I, I always helping folks out. I mean, the main one this year was Roadshow Cards. I do marketing for them, and this year was uh, they were back in the corporate section. And this was really about just trying to showcase what the stores feel like. Uh, And if you guys have never seen video or photos or anything of the stores in Kentucky and Texas and California and New York, it's like the Hard Rock Cafe of card stores. There's memorabilia that's that's made for that space. You go in New York and you've got the baseline from the Brooklyn Nets you know, court game used is the card bar it's right there you go into california and this it's another piece of court it's this huge piece up on the wall that's from the all-star game where blake griffin did the dunk over the kia and they signed the floor they literally have that section of floor as a that's wall cool. it's so neat like so there's some history in each of those zones and there's just a feel to the stores when you're in them and so at the national Without like rebuilding all four stores, it was like, how do we tackle this in a way that you can feel it, you can feel like you're there. So a lot of it was video driven. We had a a video monitor behind kind of each uh, individual uh, store space. The store spaces were kind of in a, almost in a a circle where they were in a a square. If You think like if you put a, a big like square post down and then you had on each side a different store. That was the yeah, design like, that I had come um, up with.
0: You know, like on a like a north north south east west, right? Exactly, that was really like a compass, right? That was what yep. I told people. Because I've talked about the display. We'll get to the point where you can give out flowers to somebody. But in several episodes, I've given flowers to that that setup. So of course, it's you behind it. So the flowers, I guess, go to you. I take flowers. I like flowers. It's good. <laughs> no, but it was well done. And really, you got a Thanks. flavor for each one of the stores. Like, you know, the road show is a, a, you know, a larger show, a larger store, but a company that has now four locations and each one has its own, you know, its own style, its own stuff and own people. And that was the thing. Like what was amazing about that is if you just walked
1: around it in a circle, you actually got to see the folks that work in each store with the store kind of as the backdrop. And then in front of them was a case of cards from their store. You know, so it was like you literally could walk in. I said to the guys, like the design of this, I'm like, it's going to be like the only time during the year where all four stores are in walking distance of each other. You yeah. know, like that, that's really what it was. Um, so you got that feel. And look, and they, they did it right, even in the pricing of cards. I, I bought more there than I bought at any other single booth throughout the entire national and not just because i work with them but they worked really hard to make sure that they were comping out cards and then they were giving discounts it was the opposite of what and we'll get to that i'm sure but it was the opposite of what a lot of people felt about cards that they found there you know so they they treated it like an extension of the shops and i think that that was special and it's something that and and of course having good people um you know takes you a lot of that way too
0: so it's funny man you talk about the the pricing everyone i spoke to had a good show though everyone I spoke to and they, all the dealers said there was a great show. Great from a retail perspective, which, you know, that's, that's dealer speak for, I got my ask basically. And right. maybe even more like I did. There wasn't a lot of haggling. There was, you know, there was retail coming in and, and paying for it. Um What do you think about that? I think it's a good thing. You know, I think it shows that the hobby
1: is strong in those areas when people are doubting it is. I mean, It's also hard. Like when people walk into a show like that and go, look, the hobby is strong. It's like, well, yeah, everyone here wants to be here. They all paid for a ticket and now they're all walking around like, yes. I mean, the, you know, that." absolutely. I think the turnout was great. Um, the size of the show was too big. Yeah. Um, actually, I have my, I have my program. This, this thing, like, so when we're setting up the booth, they sent, like, when we got our, our table location, and everything, they sent out a floor plan that basically looked something like this for folks that are on video.
0: Look at that. You know, and
1: So we got to see like here we were up here next to upper deck and you get to see this and you're like, OK, all right, that's fine. It's not crazy yeah. huge. It's not that bad. like that. It's it's
0: navigate. You can navigate that. Yeah, it, it feels simple. like
1: that. Yeah. Right. And that's but that's just the corporate area. They never from what I could see. And I, I asked Ray for a, a floor plan and I got sent one that, again, was just a subset. I didn't see the entirety of the floor plan until I picked up one of the um, the programs. This you might not have even seen this entire thing yet, Cage. Look Uh, at this. It's on their. It was on their website. But I I don't think that this whole version. Look. Look at that. Because it was a rectangle on the on the website. Yeah, it was a rectangle on the website. This is. They only showed a portion. This is like a giant triangle. So for the folks that are watching on YouTube, you can see this. Amazing. That are listening in their cars or on their phones and stuff. It's it's this is why it was confusing. This was my biggest complaint about the national was this is very hard to navigate. Like this is
0: like these tables that were all the way over here. I don't even know where that is. I don't know. I'm looking at this and I was just there and I can't figure out which side I'm looking at and like where where even the breakers pavilion is. And that was like the middle of it, so I'm assuming it's like there was. I think they were down like here.
1: I don't. But who knows? I have no idea.
0: It was. Listen. It was a lot. I remember thinking, okay, you know, I was here last year. You got the one big room. You got the middle where the breakers were. PSA was there on one side last year. They moved PSA to the other side of where the breakers pavilion is. The stage was now on a side instead of the stage was at the end of it. And then behind the stage, it opened up, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, that's new. And then when you get in there you think, okay, it's to the left. No, it's to the left and to the right. And then to the right keeps going into a whole nother it was just like, wow, this just keeps going. It was and like a are, clown car. <laughs> people who were there? Yeah, it's like a clown car. People who were there, which is funnier than you think, <laughs> considering some of the folks who were there. But I mean, like there are people who were there I didn't see. There were tables I didn't see. You know, There were businesses I didn't see. And I'm there the whole time. You know, I'm running around like a dummy you know like oh look at this and then you have a whole section of autographs too which just takes up a whole section i mean it is it's a lot and we've i've had this conversation with people so it's not a surprise you bring it up like is there a point where it gets too big for its own good and it sounds like you think yeah this was a little you know disorganized
1: you have to limit At, at some point you have to say look there's enough of a good thing here we don't need to dilute it more
0: I so mean, I guess the question becomes, John, right, for, for traffic flow, right? Are you also going to limit the amount of people who go? Or are you going to limit because there were times where I was walking around in one of the like annex rooms, right? By I said it's by Mealy Pops area. It yep. was like a U where you do a, yep. I couldn't. We actually, the group I was with was actually like, do we try this or should we just turn around? Because it was just a sea of people blocking the you know the path. And so if it wasn't that big and you didn't have that overflow room. All those people right. would be, you know, you wouldn't have the ability to walk.
1: That's true. I mean, that's a fair point. And, and one of the other folks that I helped at this national was Skybox in Connecticut. They're Norwalk, Connecticut. They're near my office. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I helped. I did their background booth design and stuff. And folks probably saw their branding because it was right next to PSA. Yep. So If you were in line for PSA, you saw it. That had a nice white couch. TVs with video that I had done for them. And then these huge, you know, eight foot tall, 10 foot wide walls with their logo on it. And like folks like them who are, they're, they're, it's, it's a combination of both. One, yeah, they're really lucky to be next to PSA in the case that for branding discovery, which is one of the main things they wanted to do. People are gonna see it, recognize it, notice the logo, remember it again. But on the flip side, you have so many people lined up there that it's encroaching upon your space. And I saw a bunch of posts on Instagram after the nationals saying like people were pushing, saying, look, you you can't have, if you can't contain the line for your booth within your booth space, then you need to carve out more of your own booth space for your line. And it's not fair to everyone else to have you just spill out into the walkways, which is kind of exactly what you're talking about. You know, like, because that was yep. in concentrations. I didn't feel – at this show, I didn't feel like it was as crowded as two years ago. Uh, yeah.
0: you know, In the main boots, like that, the main room, especially where there was no air conditioning, I felt like it was very easy to navigate because I don't think anybody wanted to be there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but there were still pockets. You know, I talked to Black Jaded Wolf at first. I'm like, is this a good you know, spot for you? She was all the way in the back of the main room where it's just like smaller tables and deals you didn't know. But then I looked across from her, and she was directly next to Tops. Mm. and jeff wilson's you know kid area so you know there were a lot of people but at some point does it get too much like with the yeah. tops line does it impede the flow of traffic to her table So I think it does. people are like oh I'm, I, i'd like to see what's over there but i'm just gonna go with, i'm gonna make a right here instead of going straight because i don't want to you know get involved in that whole tops madness you know yeah
1: so i love sharon and siobhan and i did not see their booth at the show so see? i mean that's proof positive and they were in the that. main room yeah. I mean, there and there was because between that booth and then V friends was right next to that too. V friends. My kids got pulled to that immediately because it looked like Disney yeah, World, stuff,
0: yeah. you know, the
1: way that that stuff was put together in the signage. And they did a beautiful job of just making the tallest booth possible and having that those graphics and kind of in three dimensions. Um, but that had a constant line anytime. And Gary V was there most of the time, I think. But anytime he was signing stuff and everything. It just continued on and on and it got into the way and it kept me from moving further than that. To I see ran into
0: Gary. It I gave him a, a compliment that I heard from, you know, some of the folks that are going to be doing the national going forward. And he was happy to hear it, but it was, you know, one of the things you look at with a booth, like um, V friends and, and Gary's stuff is, is it just him that's carrying it? Like are people mm. over at the booth to come and see him or is the product is the, you know, is, is it something that's really sustainable? And the comment that I heard was, it was just as crowded when he wasn't there, which yeah. means people are actually you know there and trying to look at the cards and buy the cards and that kind of stuff. Which is you know I think yeah. he took it as a compliment. No video oh, or good. photographs of me and Gary by the way because we just kind of caught up and talked. I didn't bust out the camera or like you know you didn't sell him anything. Or... You didn't sell him anything. I didn't sell him anything. <laughs> no, I didn't sell him anything. Just you know just just catching up. I haven't seen him in a bit so you yeah. Know, Caught him in the middle of like running from one room I, to the next and just walk with him. You know? I thought
1: that that was an eye catcher. That booth was an eye oh, catcher. Like right. I said, it caught my kids quick. And then then I had to explain to them that there really wasn't anything there for them. <laughs> you're... We're not going to spend a thousand dollars on a hand done drawing that Gary V did, you he know, needs
0: to make some animal <laughs> playing basketball. Right. right? And then, well, then you're in
1: something. Yeah. And then You're
0: in there. Right. Like the basketball bunny right By gary v series three exactly. here you go guys v friend the basketball money there you go f- then and my yes, kids will get involved guys in there <laughs> yeah.
1: that's amazing but uh, yeah. but yeah like it so i think that's definitely valid and i think they could i mean both not make it too big but like that's i come back to atlantic city and i know like i've listened to the shows the last few weeks yep. a lot of people crap on atlantic city because yep. it's just the city is not um safe feeling when you're walking around outside yep. the building but I always come back to the fact that that building is a giant rectangle. It's so easy to navigate. Yep. The air conditioning there was great. The lighting was great. The yeah, ceiling the Wi-Fi. were tall. The Wi-Fi was the only thing in that in the actual building that was an issue. I got to um, tell
0: you, the folks in the hobby should be paid by Chicago's Board of Tourism because we're the only people in the world who say we don't want to go somewhere. We'd rather go to Chicago, Chicago. because it's safer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean Rosemont's not exactly Chicago, but yeah.
1: Exactly. yeah. But you know I mean,
0: Rosemont's not as funny, John. Thank you. Yeah, it's
1: true. I'm it's trying true. Yeah, I'm No, trying. no, but I agree with you 100 percent You don't hear people saying it would be safer if it were in
0: Chicago. Yeah, like let's let's that's keep it true. in Chicago. It's so much safer than Atlantic <laughs> City. You guys you got some problems. If that's that's not a good tagline the, there, you know. I feel
1: but, like you know, like Las Vegas, I feel like would be the coolest place, but there wouldn't be the dollar boxes. There wouldn't be the, as we've talked about before, the, the old guys with the binders trying to finish their sets because no one wants to fly in with that stuff. And there's hardly anyone that's going to drive to Vegas.
0: Can I tell you why you know. I think Rosemont is the best one? And Atlantic yep. City, it was a great venue, but I'll, I'll tell you about it and so, why Vegas isn't. You go to Rosemont that week and it's the hobby, right? It, you only have the hobby to do. The highlight is the show. And if you happen to be lucky enough to going to a sponsored dinner or something like that, that's like the wow you you know you're going to dinner you're going to dinner with your friends you're going to a steakhouse you know I still have never been at Gibson's to eat a dinner I'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that level of hobby elite yet I'll get there one day or year. oh, right? two years from now when it goes back two years, that's the goal I'll, I'll go and I'll I'll have a steak at Gibson still never did that right and you know First
1: what day. actually you're gonna do a cage dinner
0: and you're gonna invite people to hey, your now. dinner there that's right. the goal that's it. enter the cage at gibson's i got it we got it i'm gonna have Cheers. you produce the video content for me We're I love set. It. i'm on it let's go so but but think about that because people aren't going there and saying all right i'm gonna go catch the chris angel show tonight or hey yeah, i'm gonna yeah. go gamble or hey especially with the gambling community I mean, rivers is over there but it's not vegas it's not atlantic city right. you know people are they're dispersed to the wind but You have almost at Rosemont, it's almost like a a a completely immersive hobby experience from beginning to end, from the trade shows, the trade nights to the the you know, the impromptu trade nights going on in the hotel lobbies. It is hobby and nothing else. Whereas if you Go to Vegas, it's cool, there's hotels, there's everything. But right. I mean, like have I have there's a lot more yeah, distractions is the right word. There's a lot of other things going on there that are not hobby. I think that's why people really like the Chicago venue. Yeah. I'm not saying anything that that makes sense to me. I mean, I, I'm in a different zone because I brought my family.
1: My whole family came. You had and, distractions, and so we looked for distractions, <laughs> you know. Um, so so Saturday, I didn't I spent the morning at the show for like an hour. I had to transfer some video files and stuff over. And then we went to the zoo. I mean we we, we went to the Lincoln Park Zoo. And how then we it? went to Navy Pier. It was actually very nice. And the zoo was free. Parking is wow. $40, but
0: the zoo is free.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> how they catch you. But um we went Did you see I, I, any I, V
0: friends while you were there?
1: I didn't um but I did see a giraffe eating out of what I called a mystery bag. So I was right. like this could be our new breaker. I made a post about that. Um you know but Uh, It was great, you know, and the kids had a great time there. And for me, like it's I have that added challenge where like I want to include my family in this stuff. My kids are of an age that they can do it. My wife is not at all into cards. Um, And so I think one of the great things would be in the future, like something if they were creating stuff for the future nationals is find some things to attract more families, including predominantly women that are not involved in the hobby. In that case, it's usually the guy you know bringing along his wife but like if my wife had stuff to look at there um even just a few booths the westchester county show one year they had origami owl you know which is uh it's something that again it it favors women in terms of the audience so smart the whole rest of the show is cards and then almost every woman in the building is at this one booth buying stuff there you know and i i think if we could balance some of those things out draw in some other interests or just find other products that appeal more as well. I think it, it'd be great. Um, you know, I mean,
0: a great idea popped in. I mean, people are spending and lots of money on these VIP areas and VIP booths. And Lodex had the VIP area, and and uh, imagine sort of like a um, you know significant other room. You know what I mean? It could be wives, could be husbands, could be whatever. They yeah. have no care at all about the hobby, but if they had a VIP area where there's some drinks. You know what I mean? Maybe some, some whatever, some TVs. You And they just get to camp out there with working oh, air wow. conditioning and a lounge and stuff like that. You know, and they get treated well. Then they don't mind that you're out there spending your money. Yeah. Spending their money.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spending the family's money. You know I mean? Yeah. So-
0: I mean, yeah it's something to think about because we only honey, I
1: sold the car
0: like, but don't worry
1: I'm getting a LeBron
0: James yeah. We, assume, yeah we assume like the way to keep them involved is let's get some you know chip and Joanna Gaines cards on the floor for them to find okay that's one showcase in that vast map right. of, of miserable that you'll affair. never find you know like you know, so I, it's, it's a great idea it's so I've asked people you know what's something you'd like to bring to the show going forward something that's missing so that's a great answer. I also asked people flowers right yeah so, you know who was doing something good? Who was doing something good besides you? Because you did Skybox was awesome. Roadshow was awesome. You managed to make me look good on the arena videos. The arena yeah, club, stuff, so, club stuff. But you can't give yourself flowers because right. that's that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you flowers by having you here as part of the National Treasures Series. Who did something good, right? Who did something I was, good?
1: I always like people that are innovating. You know? So I, I liked the booth that was next to Beckett um with those giant vending machines for for the uh the garbage pail kids, garbage pail kids yeah. you know with the exploding head i mean like i love that it, it's an attractor it, they they spit out one garbage pail kid card is all you got for five dollars yep. but the experience of watching this vending machine like hit the explosion button and its head blow off kind of yep. thing was why people were doing it um i also saw a card vending you remember machine. what
0: company it was because that's the fun part. They get you over there. You remember I'm, the attraction. This is a this is sort of a balancing act, right? I, if you don't remember Cardsmith's name now, they're going right. to be upset that you didn't say Cardsmith. I was going to
1: say, so, yeah, right. Wink, wink. I was going to say, I remember all of the brands that they had there. They had yeah. Street Fighter cards. They had they had Bob Ross cards. I bought is, Bob Ross cards home
0: for my wife. I bought two, pots, you know, two boxes.
1: But that's like, but I love that kind of stuff. I think if you, you innovate in those ways, I think, look, what not, spends a ton of money every year and figures out a way to to try and do something outlandish so they have michael jordan's mercedes sitting there which obviously you know is a, is isn't a um i like the card vending machine idea though there was a booth that wasn't really a booth it was just two card vending machines set up i feel like if you can do something there that people can see for real and that can extend back into real life like if you, you're giving them that experience Look, tag, I've never graded with them before, but their booth is memorable because it was all clear plexiglass surrounded by white it. lights. You right? Yep. And you so they're, right they're basically saying, look, we're transparent. Our cases are transparent. Do I like their case design? No, I really don't. It's very hard to read. Every what time I trans- see one of those parts. Yeah, but the booth matched that design and I loved it and I appreciated it for that. They had a big screen out front. That stuff is eye-catching to me. Um, and then you just have the characters, you know,
0: you have Darren Rovell there with all of his tickets and his stories. And you know, I got the John Hancock signature story live from Darren. He went through the whole thing for it, it was amazing. He's a great storyteller,
1: he is. And it's just like seeing that
0: it's like a theater performance, it's yep. like you've got tickets to the
1: theater with him, no. and he's got things in like plastic Tupperware bowl, you with know, no
0: intention box. of selling any of it, by the way. No, no, of course, so the prices he are like it all is of the yeah. like, price, he doesn't want to sell it, he no, wants he to doesn't. sell it and take it back home.
1: He absolutely. Did. He had Tiger Woods American Express card that he showed us. You know, like yeah, it's just right. like you know, like what are you gonna see, right? Like, but remember when stuff, I told him
0: I said he needs to pair that with the one from Major League where Willie Mays slides home. And he's like, never steal home without it. He's like, that yep. I would be a bitter on. <laughs> he's
1: like, yeah, he's he like, would. You know it. You know it. So I mean, like those things. Just I, that's what stands out to me are those those moments where either you've got the authenticity of the brand or the person, and you're just. Or you're you're really displaying your product well um, in a new way that attracts people to it because no one was there going oh give me a random garbage pail kid you know card for five dollars let me take it out of a, a random box or a you know like a a, a, a grab bag no one was going to do that but when it was coming to that machine the people were lined up you know oh, yeah. and and so I, I love that stuff I appreciate that stuff a lot and then I would give flowers to um, going back to the map. Uh, just because they deserve flowers to anyone that was on the outskirts of that map. I mean, including arena club, I mean, honestly, there was a there was a social post one morning that there was a raccoon that went yeah. past their booth and the more, the this stuff was so spread out into rooms I don't think that were set up to be like, rooms that people are supposed to walk
0: in You know, the like, raccoon played the role of the tumbleweed you know like <laughs> after, you know like, the, you know, like the, the, the ghost town you're like why is the tumble why is the raccoon over here it's so empty you know it's
1: like, nuts am. you know an arena was in the 3000 level guys so like when you think about like you go to a typical show in a town and maybe there's 50 tables there okay that would be like the 1 to 10 level the 10 to 20 like this space they were going by the hundreds and they were literally you know, up to table three thousand something when you got to Arena Club. A lot, a lot a of mess. tables, a mess of a mess. Cleveland's gonna be um, interesting.
0: I gotta tell you, part of me is not looking forward to Cleveland. Rental cars and hotels nowhere near the space, and a smaller space with probably a lot of people in it. It's it's an interesting, interesting yeah. thing. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. You know, kind of navigating that and figuring out you know what the story is but it's 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 a year away and we'll uh we'll figure it out when we get
1: across that bridge when we come to it
0: exactly we have the east coast national coming up first you know and then Burbank. there's like so many more shows what um that amazes
1: me though with the east coast national so for those of you that are across the country that aren't in the northeast like cage and i that's a show that's been going on for years and years and years in white plains new york which is about half an hour outside of new york city half an hour north and this year, they have more autograph guests than I think I've ever seen. Um, some of them are duplicates from the National. Alan Iverson coming, Julius right. Irving's coming. Like, if you missed him in Chicago, they're going to be playing tonight in New York. You know, like.
0: I have to find out what day it is, but uh, my son wants to go see Sean Kemp. Yes. I think it's so Friday. He has a jersey. So it's after Friday or Saturday. To what so, whatever day that is, that's the
1: day we'll be there. I have shoes that I bought for him to sign in Atlantic City. I think seven years ago, back when it was there the last time, and he didn't show up for his four o'clock slot. And I was only there for one day, and so I got a refund on it. But I still
0: have the shoes, so they're gonna get signed. a Couple weeks. Bring them. Bring them. Jimmy Ryan, if you're listening, I hope you're listening. I'm coming. We're gonna come. (laughs) We gotta get these shoes signed. My son will probably be wearing a Sean Kemp Sonics jersey. Get signed right on the kid. You know. Because he's he's a fan, I show him videos of Rain Man Duncan, and he's like, "This is I want a jersey of this guy." I'm like, "Yeah, oh my god, the Duncan, oh my god, the Rain Man." So, give me something that you um, you liked from this that you would take into Cleveland if you were in charge of this. You know, something you saw there or something you would change. I, by the way, just while you're thinking, I've said better sanitation, like garbage cans, because yeah. I think the people who plan this stuff don't realize how much garbage we generate. Like, they just think, <laughs> <like>, oh, <laughs> oh, the concessions are there. It's just a couple hot dogs. We've but it's just, like, the garbage, they're they overflowing. They just someone like, like emptying it's... the cans, like, regularly. It's like they wait yeah. until the end of the day. Like, yeah, I mean, Part of it's me, just throwing junk around. racks. Throwing, like, you yeah. know, 91 upper deck base cards in there, you know, hoping to get a Griffey, you know? Like, people, that's oh. part of it. But, better I, food? I think... <laughs> Yeah I,
1: I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, separating out sections, and I said that last year too, like having like you have the natural thing that's gone on for years where you got the vintage up front because it's those guys that have been coming to the national for 30 years. So they're grandfathered into the better, you know, like upfront spots. Yep. But just I said it last year, I'll say it again, like sectioning off some of that stuff where you understand, like here's the high end basketball zone. Here's like,
0: yep.
1: you know, like curating some of that would be helpful. I think um Having more things specifically for kids instead of just having Jeff, you know, having his own and having um, women of the hobby did a beautiful job with that, they were doing pack wars with kids and stuff like having more than just this sprinkling of it throughout, treat it kind of like the Breaker Pavilion, you know, like almost like these are people that are just starting out in the hobby or they're younger folks. That's where you can have the concentration of some dollar boxes. And I hate saying that because I know
0: some kids walking around there had more cash in their pockets than I did. Um, a kid but a kids zone i think it's a great idea like a kids zone no. like you know here you know 13 and under you can come in with a parent but like you know yeah. this is just for you know like freebies just for the kid that way you you know the 13 year old kids not waiting in line for a free tops pack next to you know you know yes. you know everybody else that's, cuz that's like
1: if you think back even the new york shows for years anytime they did a show in white white plains in the county center there if it was a kid that was like 12 or under they got a free pack of cards like a one in a team set bag that folks had put together when with admission and the mission was usually free, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's like, that's a cool beginning touch point, but then having stuff in there that they can really just, you know, I just, like, I feel like the shows have gotten so much bigger and more crowded and I don't know. I feel like as a kid, I would have been intimidated by it. The way it is now
0: yeah um, i was intimidated by it so 100 I, I agree yeah. with that 100 so and that's a good idea i mean listen jeff did it himself but there's no reason why the show itself shouldn't have a sponsored kid zone yeah you know where everybody kind of pitches in and puts together a bag hell the you know the the the, the company should want to do that you know okay you know if, if you're david adams or blowout or whatever it is you know you donate a bunch of wax and the pack has your business card on it for the kid's parents in, yes. and, you know, and everybody's putting a pack in for the kids to open, you know, and put supplies in with your business card on it. I mean, there's, there's gotta be a way to do that. And only kids yeah. can get those gifts. Yes. Only kids get those gift bags. Like, I think that's a very good idea. I like that. I like that. And, I like it a lot. And then something about just,
1: you know, touching upon that, like I said, the social media, put I forget who posted it earlier, but someone was complaining about the lines and the halls. I mean, that relates back to the, the, kids booth there with Jeff, that was an unfortunate, there was a line like all the way around it, which is awesome when you see like how excited people are about it. Um, But it's also taking up a lot of space and it's encroaching about. So finding a better way in general about the lines or having some policies around that a better way to do it. Look, Panini did a beautiful job this year. They started it last year, but they continued it this year really strongly. Um, their booth is always one of the most popular booths because they have the black box and white box redemptions. If you didn't get a redemption card right. redeemed, you've been sitting on it for two years. They didn't send you what they owe you. You can come there and exchange it for a mystery box with something in it. And it used to be that you just showed up and you waited five or six hours. Some people would just dedicate an entire day at the show to wait in that line so yeah. that they could get something that they're owed. I know it sounds crazy to folks that haven't heard about this before, but um, this year and last year, they did an online reservation thing about two weeks before the national. Yeah. And so you picked a time slot. And so they didn't have a line going out into the the aisles like they did in the past. Stuff like that, like innovating in those ways just helps everybody. You know, I mean, look, we, we put on the biggest trade night ever this year, you know, roadshow cards, Um, you know, that's been teamed up with, with Ryan card collector two for years and Jimmy and Ryan started that back when, um, but we did everything we could this year to find the largest room possible, um, to find a space that had a a space for a line, um, Mm -hmm. and to get people in there as quickly as possible, no bottleneck, you know, and the folks that saw it and felt like, Oh my God, this line is so long. That was because the doors weren't open yet. You know that was, yeah, that I'm, was an, I'm, I'm a moron.
0: moron. There was too much yep. going on. I saw that line. I'm like, I can't even I'm not even gonna make it in. That's it wrong, went a half so bad. Mile, yeah, I, like no joke. The line was probably ha- it went all the way back to the Hyatt. Yep. I've talked about episodes that that was a mistake. And and people should know I, that wasn't the line, just you know, that the doors had no people, people were were lining up, up ahead of time. Yeah, yep. And Renee from Storage Wars was the third person in line at
1: four thirty. I mean, like it was funny, like he was he was sitting there camped out for hours because he wanted to get in, he wanted a table, he got a nice table um That's but really that funny. like those That's kinds of things point. like just planning and having that space i i felt so good about the trade night this year more because of what was happening outside the room even than what was happening in the inside the room was great you know we had michael rubin there he had a blast he just couldn't believe how many people were there we gave out 2000 t-shirts that was an organized process We had giveaways that I did a QR code for this year so that people could enter using their phones and we didn't have to use little tickets and wonder if someone's here or didn't hear their number. Like, it, that all went off flawlessly. But what I was most proud about is when I left the trade night, the whole lobby, which is huge, really wide, there were other people trading out there. They weren't complaining that they couldn't get into the other room. They were enjoying the trades where they were because there was more than enough space for them to, you know? And that, like, I felt was the most, like, I love beyond it. all the things that we knew we accomplished, like, you know, you can pat yourself on the back about, like, that I was really happy that beside the people that were, like, complaining at 6.15 that the line was long, it's not open, you know, for another 45 minutes, guys, you know, like, you're here early. Beyond that, I didn't hear any complaints. And that's new, because we heard a ton of complaints in the last few years, you
0: know. <laughs> we couldn't get an
1: autograph, no, you know, CJ Washington. the side of the room, I was like... Yeah.
0: I was like, they couldn't have found the bigger room if they tried. John, and all of that is why you, sir, are a national treasure. Thank you very much for joining. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, sir.